Hello, my name is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 171 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode Time to Relax. But I want to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there and let me know what you think of the show. Uh, you can also subscribe to the podcast in either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, or Spotify, and the audio versions of the podcast go up at 7 a.m., uh, just like they do on the website. Um, I'm also on Twitter at Just Little Joe, and you can write to me at Gaming with Grief, or I'm sorry, GWGPodfellows at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, I think that's all my shout outs. Anyway, um, I was actually out of town this week, so I wasn't able to finish Arise a Simple Story. Um, I didn't have access to the game, I was working long hours, but here's the deal. I understand I've done some kind of like chill games, stuff like that before, but it's kind of like in between. But I understand we all have busy things going on in our lives, and sometimes we just want to play a game to relax to, chill out to. This doesn't mean that it's a non-violent game. It just means that sometimes you want to play a game and you don't want to think about grief, maybe. Maybe you're like me, you need a break. Maybe you're obsessed with the idea of talking about death or, um, you know, people dealing with grief in games. Um, I mean, that's a big ask, but really, uh, sometimes, you know what, even if you are a person that doesn't think about that kind of stuff and just plays, let's say, predominantly first-person shooters, you predominantly just play role-playing games, sometimes you need to kind of stretch your feelings, your thoughts, whatever, and you want to try something new. Now, this is a lot easier nowadays than it was before, because before you would have to pay a lot of money for games. You would either have to buy, um, you know, a game at full price, hope that your friends weren't lying to you. Maybe you were lucky enough to be old enough like I am to rent a game for the weekend and go, I really don't like this, whatever. But what I'm saying is that sometimes... Uh, not only do I need a game to relax, but I kind of need to get out of my wheelhouse sometimes and just try a game that will that is different or interesting in a way that kind of pulls me out of what I'm used to playing because I think we all kind of get in gaming ruts. Um, and that's not to say that, you know, like, I don't know, I'm abandoning the mission of the pod or anything. I think sometimes, I mean, when I was on vacation, so I wasn't out, uh, able to complete a rise a simple a simple story. But excuse me, but sometimes you just you know you need a change of pace. Like I said, if you just play shooting uh, FPSs, you need to play something other than an FPS. Sometimes you're sick of playing racing games. You just need to play something that is not a racing game. You need to try something new and different, something that maybe scratches a different part of your brain. Or, or excuse me, maybe sometimes, you know, uh, you and your group of friends, you always play JRPGs. That's all you play. That's all you talk about. But maybe in the back of your mind, you're like, man, I played Forza, and I really enjoyed it, and I want to talk to my friends about it, but they're going to make fun of me because they didn't play a JRPG. I'm just generalizing. I'm not making fun of people that play JRPGs. In fact, one of the games I'm going to shout out in this episode is a JRPG. But lately, you know, I've been trying to come up with a schedule for the podcast. I still love doing the podcast, but like 
to play games that deal with grief and death and um, people dealing with those things back to back to back can sometimes get a little heavy. So I do episodes where early on in like the, the 85s or 86s, I did a live play of D&D because I feel in a way that that is therapy. It allows me to kind of disassociate from life, which I don't think is a negative. Sometimes people need rest. They need to relax. They need to kind of, again, take out of their wheelhouse. Um, you know, there's this idea too uh, that I was reading about in when you read the news or you um, just focus on one thing over and over again, excuse me, whether it be politics or religion or art or anything, you get, you know, mentally burned out on just focusing on one thing over and over and over again. And I want to shout out some games now that I think have helped me kind of pull myself out of what I'm used to playing, uh, which is games to do with grief, and are just actually good time. One of the games is an older game, which you might find kind of strange. Um, I don't actually have the info for the game, but it came out, I want to say 2016, and that's uh, Dragon Quest XI, uh, and that's all I'm going to call it because it's got like three names. It was released for several different systems. It's on Game Pass. I bought it on the Switch. It was on sale uh, before it was on Game Pass. It basically takes everything back to, uh, if you want, there's a button you can switch everything back to 16-bit. Now, I normally don't play JRPGs. This is a straight JRPG through and through. Um, art style is Dragon Quest. If you want to look it up, please. It's very distinct. But one thing I think this game does really well is like I do like I don't play a lot of JRPGs so I take weeks off and then I go back and I play it a little bit more what I found is they do this really amazing things where they show you they do, they do these quality of life things which I think not a lot of games do but they should to show you like hey let's ease you back in the number one thing they do which I totally think more games should do is they give you a prologue or a previously on when you're playing the game. Say it took several months off, which I've done playing Dragon Quest XI, uh, and I'm like, oh man, I don't, it's been three weeks, I don't really remember what was going on. They have uh, previously on, uh, here's where hero your hero was, here's what you were doing, and here's the town you were in, just to kind of like refresh your memory. And then all those things you were doing in like maybe three paragraphs comes flooding back and you say, oh my God, now I can do these things and I can uh, get these things done. Uh, to me, that's great. And that's something that I think more games need to do. You know, um, they need to say, hey, uh, this person hasn't logged in in two weeks, a month, whatever. Let's just give them a little refresher and let them know what they were doing. To me, that's pretty cool. Uh, again, more games need to do this when you log in. They say, oh my God, uh, let, let's just uh, brush up. Now, I know a lot of people complain about this with mechanics. Oh man, I don't know how to do a dodge, how to do this, how to do that. With a turn-based game, because that's what Dragon Age 11 is, it's a turn-based game, which I don't play a lot of. I think uh, this is me kind of as an aside beseeching people out there, please, if, again, you only play one type of game, sometimes change it up and try to talk to yourself, hey, 
I don't normally play racing games, but with uh, Xbox Game Pass either on the console or PC, or now with PlayStation Plus, either Essentials, uh, which is the base tier, Extra, or um, Premium, say, hey, there's all these games that are now available. If you can afford it, again, it's a subscription service. See so if you decide if you can afford the game or not. You have to sit down and say to yourself, oh, I can afford this, but let me look through this roster of games, which is what I do all the time with these services. Instead of buying a game, I will look through these games over and over again, or at least the list of games, and decide, oh, man, you know, I haven't really played this game or that game. I missed this one. I want to play this one, and I'll make a list. Hey, this is a long game, but now that it's included in the service, it's not really costing me any extra, even though it is costing me, but I'm paying for it. I need to go through and play these games. One of them was Dragon Quest XI. I'm playing it on my Switch. Again, I got it on sale. But it reminded me that I hadn't played in a while when I saw them on both PlayStation. I think it's on PlayStation Extra, and I know it's on Game Pass. I thought, man, I need to go back and play that game. Again, that's one of the things it does is it gives you kind of a brush up to say, these are the things that happened last time we, you know, you logged in. Here's what's going on. Here's what you need to do in this town. And another thing it does really well is I was playing a thief character, one of your party members. He's good at picking locks. And in the top banner, I was playing it handheld on my Switch, you'd find treasure chests in a town you're in. And it would, it would light up and say, you found four of 11, five of 11. And I thought, oh, that's great. Because how many times have you been playing a game and you're talking to a friend and all of a sudden someone says, hey, did you find this really cool sword or this cool armor piece or this gem that you can slot to your armor and do this all this extra damage? You say, man, or woman, whoever, I missed it. Don't know, didn't see it. Oh, well, it was in this area and you missed it. I like the opposite. The game actually tells you, hey, in this area, there's four for 11 things. You're almost there. I think I got nine to 11 and it kind of clicks this box in my brain where I'm like, I'm gonna find every piece of this treasure that is in this town. I'm gonna go through and systematically check off every box. It's a great thing. Um, you know, a lot of people complain about games with lists or check mark or something like that, or the eight to 11, nine to 11. I think this helps because it helps you kind of narrow your scope going. You know, and that, that bar disappears when you leave the area that the, those treasure chests are in. So, you know, hey, when that bar appears, and I know I have eight of 11, I need to find the next three. And that's something that I think more games should do. I was playing Mad Max years ago with my wife. Uh, it was on PS4. A lot of people said the game was, I don't know, uh, kind of half-baked or whatever. But what I really liked about that game is you would find a collectible. It's like, you found one out of the five collectibles in this area and it would check a box and you're like, thank you so much game. I don't have to waste my time. I got this one, it's marked on the map and I know I only have four more to get in this area or five more or whatever the check mark was. Stuff, things like that to me is a great quality of life things that I think more games should do. Now the second game I'm gonna talk about really quickly is called Midnight Fight Express. It's on Game Pass, it came out a few weeks ago and it's basically a beat em up and kind of an isometric thing. Uh, it basically is like string combos together. You're basically a cold-blooded killer trying to uh, beat up these gangs that have taken over the city. There's 40 levels. You can replay the levels to kind of uh, do better, get a better score, 
find all the hidden collectibles, which are golden teeth, which you knock out of people's heads by beating them up, which I think is pretty good. Or you can get the highest score, you can get a high combo. There's all these things once you beat the level. It's like, okay, now there's five challenges. You, again, you can go back and play these levels and try to get more out of the challenges or not. I haven't got all five challenges when I've left a level. Um, in fact, I grade you, and I think the highest grade I've got so far is a C plus. So you can go back, go, man, I really want to like 100% this. There's an S rank. I want to get all five challenges. The combat is incredibly fluid. In fact, I hurt my thumbs earlier today playing this game because I just kept playing and playing and playing in the morning. And I was trying to like decompress. Uh, I got some good news at work, but I'm just very tired. I've been traveling a lot and I just wanted to do something to, you know, uh, just kind of unplug, but kind of vent out what it is. Now, Midnight uh, Fight Express is not a non-violent game. It is very violent. You beat people up. There's blood all over. You people have word bubbles over their head. They say really messed up things. Uh, bombs explode. They hurt people. You get to throw things at people. You shoot people. But I think there's something about that that's kind of cathartic and you get to like release some pent up aggression. And, uh, you know, it was just a good time. If you want to mess your wrists up and you want to play a game for quote unquote free because it's on Xbox Game Pass, I played it on console on the Xbox Series X. It might be on PC. I recommend playing it on a controller. I can't imagine playing this game on a keyboard. I think it would just be too much. But there's a lot of good quality of life things. When you die, you come right back in the action. So you don't have to worry anymore about, oh, I missed it, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, I got to wait for a load screen. Ugh, you just go. So I think those are the two games so far that I am playing, that I am enjoying to relax. I'm actually going to play a game next week with a friend. Uh, it's a single-player game we're going to talk about on the pod. We don't uh, really have the ability to um, play co-op, but we're going to basically start a, a Xbox party chat and talk while we're... Um, playing it. So I think that'll be really great. So with all that, I think that's the, the end of the episode this week. Uh, I want to remind you guys that this podcast will have my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there and let me know what you think of the show. You can also subscribe to the podcast in either Apple iTunes or the Google Play Store, and you can find the podcast on Spotify, and the audio versions of the podcast are available on YouTube in audio form if that's the way you want to listen to the pod. You can also write to me at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Go there. Give me the likes, the reviews. Let me know what you think of the show. If there's a game you want me to review, let me uh, show it there. You can also find me on Twitter at JustLittleJoe. And uh, I think with that, that's the end of the show this week, guys. I will talk to you guys next week. Have a good week.